760 KFMB presents It's Your Money and Your Life. For the next hour, Richard Musio and Joe Vecchio will educate and inform you on matters related to your financial future, your life, and your leisure. Now, with It's Your Money and Your Life, here are Richard and Joe. All right, everybody. My name is Joe Vecchio, your co-host, announcer, and producer. Coming to you from KFB Studios with 50,000 watts of power. We're heard not just in San Diego County, but Orange County, LA County, up the coast of Seattle on Goodnight, down to Cabo, out to the desert. If you download the app for 760 KFB or tune in radio, you can hear the show as it airs on any device. And of course, all the podcasts are commercial free on iymoney.com. Now, time to introduce the main man of the hour, the CPA extraordinary, accomplished marathon runner, philanthropist, a lecturer, best-selling author, and a family office expert, advising several high net worth families. His name is Richard Musio. Richard, good evening. How are you tonight? Doing great, Joe, except for two things. Number one, in my basketball pool, I actually picked Michigan over Villanova. Uh-huh. And number two, I've been forced to watch a couple of the Padres games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a great stadium. They got a lot of great new food down there. Our good friend Gina Champion Kane has a, a new suite yes. down there. And uh, so, hey, and the owner's a terrific guy. Whatever happens, Peter Seiler, most marvelous owner, probably in all of sports, as you know, because we interviewed him a while back. And, um, and they're young, so let's see what happens, you know. Baseball. Yeah, you know. Baseball is baseball, <laughs> and, and that's it. It's hard to win the entire World Series these days. It's not like the olden days where you just finish first. And, if and, they don't lose 100, I'll be happy. If you're, if you're, uh, no, they're not going to lose 100. I'll be happy if they don't lose 100. Well, whatever. I will be. We're going to go down there anyway and have a good time. So there you have it. It is fun. Anyway, we have an encore performance tonight by one of our favorite guests and favorite sponsors. She is the head of her own law firm and law office. She's an expert in asset protection and estate planning. Her name is Brenda Geiger. Brenda, welcome back to our show. Uh, anyway, for the benefit of our listeners who may have missed one of the former appearances, uh, could you give us a little thumbnail sketch on uh, born and raised and education, and then we'll get into your, your specialty. Well, um, originally I'm from Wisconsin. I moved out here in my teen years to Southern California with my dad. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going to the University of San Diego and then later the San Diego, University of San Diego School of Law. All USD, huh? I'm a usd -er to wow. go Toreros. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to Sam Scholl, the new head basketball coach at USD. We're not going to mention what happened to the previous coach. <laughs> you should have mentioned it to begin with, but anyway. <laughs> Sam's a good guy. This is All a great right. hire. I'm sorry, Brenda. All right, go Brenda. ahead. <laughs> no problem. Um, and then I uh, worked for a couple of law firms early in my career and in decided San, to... In San, in San Diego? In San Diego. Mm -hmm. And um, was commuting down to San Diego from North County mm. and uh, had children and realized that starting my own practice probably would make more sense uh, you, to be closer to home. Were you into estate planning from the very beginning or did you migrate into that? Yes, actually before and during law school, I was working for an intellectual property law firm, a national firm. Mm. Um, so I got involved in uh, the business department of a small uh, biotech company and I thought I was going to be there as in-house counsel, but uh, during round three of their layoffs, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that was conveniently right around the time that I passed the bar and got my license, was newly minted and that's where I had to kind of reinvent myself and reevaluate mm -hmm. re what I was going to do. Uh, and how much was the estate tax exemption when you came into the business? Oh, probably. Was it one point five? One five. Okay. Mm. It was a, that was two thousand four. Oh yeah. Okay. One five. Yep. So um, I see you were a psychology major as well. Has that assisted you in the practice of law? Oh yeah, a lot more than I ever thought. Um, I uh, I use psychology every day with clients because you know I'm dealing with 
some pretty complicated issues in families. and Probably even within your firm you're using psychology. Yeah, right? with my own employees, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to maintain your sanity. Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, well, it's, I mean, it's a fascinating field, uh, elder law, and, uh, of course, today with all the, you know, the, the fraud that elders face, and they better really be soundly prepared uh, with their estate, wouldn't you agree, for, uh, for any eventuality? Yeah, I think the biggest thing you can do is make sure you pick who you really trust while you're well and you're able to make those kinds of decisions because waiting till you know something catastrophic happens or you're starting to slip into memory issues that's not the time to be doing this mm-hmm. but, but what do you think about tax reform 2018 with the near doubling of the estate tax exemption so now that now that we have two exemptions of over 10 million dollars per spouse well unless you're worth at least 20 million bucks and married you don't even have an estate tax what do you think about that well, I think that estate planning is still important, and the people who have estate plans really should be revisiting the marital funding formulas that they currently have. And we do have a cliff on that $11.2 million per person mm-hmm. um, at the start of 2026. Um, that could get modified. but So, it, so it I should die hurt. by then, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Plan your own death before We ought to talk to Mary and see what she's got in mind. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Jeff. She always... Every morning, she's like, you paid the life insurance, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I did. Don't worry about it. Now, now, Brenda, I have a friend working over at the San Diego Foundation, formerly a community foundation, uh, where there are a lot of uh, donor um, entities there as far as trusts and things. Donor advice funds. Right. Yeah. Uh, can you help people um, with legacy items like that, gifts and bequests and things like that? Oh, absolutely. I have, um, I have clients that ask me about setting up charitable remainder trusts or donor advised funds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you don't have to have an estate tax to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, you know, conveniently has been used over the years to but help like, solve the estate tax. If problem. I wanted to form an, a, a foundation or whatever, uh, a legacy foundation, you can help with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Are, are the folks in the philanthropic world that you chat with concerned about the increase in the exemption affecting charitable giving? Because the people I talk to are. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard some some concern there that it might lessen the amount of gifts Mm -hmm. that are being made. Well, give an example, Richard, for people who may not be aware. Well, we have an estate tax rate of 40%. So if you die with enough assets, the government gets 40% of what you own, you know, over the base amount, which is now over 20 million per married couple. But in the old days, one way to reduce or even eliminate estate tax was to give gifts to charity. So instead of paying estate taxes, you know, in a theoretical example, if you give 100% of your estate to charity, you'd pay no estate tax. Now, that's mm. obviously overkill. But the point is, a lot of wealthy families would make significant charitable contributions or allocate them upon passing to reduce or eliminate estate tax. And so there was motivation given by the tax code to the extent that the estate tax applies almost to nobody anymore. That motivation has been reduced. So if you wanted to leave 100% of, let's say, to the, let's just pick the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. If, um, you and you used to, you, formerly you could deduct the entire thing. You from, still can. Still, oh. no, still no estate tax. But, oh. but, but if, you're, if you need to have a net worth of over $20 million bucks to even worry about $1 estate tax, why would you do that kind of planning unless you really love the American Red Cross? Well, so let's say I'm worth $50 million and I want to leave $20 million to the Red Cross. What happens? If you're worth $50 million and you're married, you'd give about $30 million to charity or $28 million, whatever the math is, and then you'd have no estate tax. Okay. So which how- is better than giving the government... So how, 15 million. So how has it changed? Uh, what was your... The, the it's changed because the exemption's grown from the, when I came into the business. That's why I asked Brenda earlier, what was the exemption when you came in? When I started in this business, it was 600,000 per spouse, 1.2 million total. You came in at a million five per spouse, 3 million. 
Now it's over $20 million for a married couple. So there's almost nobody left in the country that has a taxable estate. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a very small amount. Very so, small. The government predicts that there will only be maybe 1,000 people who die in 2018 who file an estate tax return who are actually paying estate tax. 1,000 taxpayers well, only. Well, where are they going to make up that revenue? I don't Well, it's yet. not a big part of the budget, though. That's the thing. Oh, it's okay. not. All right, good. And it's interesting to note that we're one of the only countries in the world that has an estate mm-hmm. tax. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yep. You mean over in Europe they don't have estate tax? Very rare. There's a no. couple that do. But oh. very rare to see. So, yeah, you get taxed for dying if you're wealthy enough. All right. Well, Talk about adding insult to injury. Well, not much. <laughs> <laughs> not much anymore is what your point, no, though. But, but obviously, you know, mega millionaires and gazillionaires, still an issue. Okay. But when it was a million two per married couple, everybody was doing family limited partnerships and life insurance trust and stuff. Mm. And that whole middle market has disappeared. Hmm. And that's that's that? the interesting thing. How about that? So. Anyway, uh, Brenda's got a bunch of books. We're coming up on our break. but Events, I mean, books, all kinds of cool stuff. How many books, Brenda, now? This is your seventh, eighth? I have six, and this will be the seventh. Wow. How about More that? on that in two minutes. Yeah, we're going to come back with Brenda Geiger, Geiger Law Office, right after this. Hang on. All right. We're having a bonanza of discussion with Brenda Geiger, all about estate planning, asset protection, based up in Carlsbad, by the way, right, Brenda? Up there in Palomar Oaks Way, right? Yes. Right a mile off the freeway. Wonderful. Anyway, Richard, what was Near the airport. Yes. What did you want to cover this segment? Well, Brenda's got some cool events coming up. All right. One is her very own, and the other she's participating with a buddy of mine, Dan Kennedy. So Brenda walks in, and she goes, do you know Dan Kennedy? I said, yeah, I've known him for about 20 years. He's in Cleveland. She's like, how did you know him? You know, I know everybody. I don't care if they're in (laughs) Cleveland. I still know them. I I reminisce about... Claude Cooper and Johnny Carson and Jack Webb when you start getting into Cleveland. But anyway. I know. <laughs> I know. But anyway, let's do the super conference first because that's coming up sooner. Yes, Brenda, right? tell us about your, that's next, coming up sooner, your right? next big event. So um, yes. GKIC, Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle, has their super conference every April. And uh, Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer are the founding um, members of GKIC, which helps small business and entrepreneurs build and grow their businesses. Dan is like the most significant marketing genius I've ever met. Yes. Yeah. That is, yeah and he does That's what phenomenal he does. sales copy. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm speaking there on um, managing online reviews. So helping share what I've learned over time about about that subject. The, the danger of online reviews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I found that people who have a complaint love to do them, and people who love you have no interest in doing them whatsoever. And GKIC, <laughs> did we give the, uh, the what that stands for yet? Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle. Okay. It's GKIC.com so this if is more ju- interested. This is more just for the profession, though? The public is not It's not open to the public, I take it. It's open to the business owner, ah. so that's who it's right for. It doesn't and, matter what business you're in. And, and the date and where it will be held? It is being held in Orlando, and I believe it's the 19th to the 22nd of April. April 21, I'm sorry, April 19, 20, and 21, according to the brochure. That's wow. right. Maybe yes. you're hanging around. Oh, there's the um, bonus workshop on April 22nd. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, 19 to 22, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, so anybody's interested in that, they can go to gkic.com mm. to learn more. But uh, it's a phenomenal conference. Will they, a, be, you know, will they be uh, webcasting that or make, or maybe recording it and putting it on YouTube or anything? Or? I, I don't know if they're going to – you might be able to purchase 
after the fact. Yeah, that's I maybe think that at least be. your segment you can video and put on your website or something. But we'll we'll find out more about that later, I guess. But they also have a really cool thing. You know, I've known Dan forever, and um, they have a thing. I think it's, I think it's called the League of Young Entrepreneurs. So they actually will have part of the seminar for um, teenagers, yeah, Entre- entrepreneurs yeah. to be, which I think is really cool. Yeah, hmm. actually, um, my son's twelve. I think the target age is 13 to 16. Oh, bring him in. He's, I mean, he's been on the planet for at least 13 parts of calendar years. So he calls Well, my daughter just opened an Etsy account to sell slime. Oh, nice. So she's 10. So maybe in a couple years. Slime. Don't want to go. Are you kidding me? What kind of slime is she selling? Oh, there's, you wouldn't believe the number of slimes, butter slime and this kind of slime and clear slime and. It's crazy. You mean this is a product people buy? Yeah, the, the kids are nuts over the slime. Is it a candy or is it you put on bread? What do you? I, what no, is, it's just. Joe's like, not very oh, hip, it's Brenda. Like, it's like play dough or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, oh, that. Remember when you used to oh, go that, get a pizza and the it, guy would give you a ball of dough that you could play with when no, you were a kid? The, that was so fun. I remember yeah. the slime. Now, I mean, that's been <laughs> that's been around. I mean, it's a it's a kid toy, but hey, you know. <laughs> I saw somebody on Shark Tank, a little girl making uh, decor, decorative pieces out of uh, pop bottle caps, and she was making a fortune. So, you yeah. know, if you could sell it, uh, if you could market it here, you could well, probably. She's obsessed with it. I think that's, <laughs> I mean, the key thing is she's obsessed with it. She's in the garage like morning, noon, and night making slime. She wants to make money. I'm like, you have to like she's the track slime. your expenses. You have to figure it. She's like, the I don't care queen. about any of that stuff. The she's sli- the slime queen. Slime meister. <laughs> slime meister. <laughs> Well, Brenda, you, you've got your own event coming up. Well, not your own, because you got some really cool speakers on May 17th, and you don't have to fly 3,000 miles to get to this one. It's at Lomas Santa Fe Country Club, right, in Solana yep. Beach? Yep. Yep. March 17th. So it's your X amount annual. How many times have you done this estate this planning? The, this will be the 10th annual. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary, 10th. It's exciting. We got four awesome, like I've seen all four speak multiple times and they're all just phenomenal yeah i've seen three of the four speak and they're incredible yeah so this is all matthew mcclintock i don't know you you used the to be others. president of wealth council okay cool so the name of this conference again is this the 2018 is... trust and estate symposium ah, gotcha. geiger law okay and for all you professionals out there attorneys cpas it does give you credit for cpe hours how about that continuing education right yep all right the best bargain out there right now fantastic but t- right. tell us a couple of the great speakers you have coming up. I think one's been a guest on our show, right? David Free. Yes. Not not the guy who hit the home run in the 2010 World Series, Joe, but the other David Free. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so David is talking about business development. Um, you've got the title right there in front of you. What does it say? Boy, that's a long one. How the skills and tactics of business and hostage negotiation can put clients in your practice. Build your personal wealth and even improve your family life and health. I like that, hostage negotiations. Yeah, Dave's got an cool. interesting backstory. That's really cool. <laughs> wow, what is, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I, I never heard quite heard, heard how that melds with the legal practice hostage negotiation. Um, so um, before law school, I think Dave was somehow involved with the government. I'm not exactly well, he, sure. He's never been willing to disclose. I don't yeah, think he, the statute of limitations has run yet. Yeah. So, but he had, suffice it to say, it had something to do with uh, negotiating in other Host- countries that were somewhat hostile. Right. Okay. Wow. So he's taken a lot of those skills that he learned from that in law school, and now he teaches others about how to import those into your law practice or other business. He's really good. We'll talk he about is. crisis negotiation. Then. He's worth seeing by himself, but you've yeah. got three other great speakers in addition. Well, yeah, who? Valerie Peterson's mm-hmm. here, so she's president of Elder Council, yep. and she's going to be talking about advanced um, estate planning for the elderly. Yeah, mm-hmm. what Joe just mentioned for aging clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And she, she's an awesome speaker, and she's going to 
give some really great tips and tactics for and, that. And, and the others. And then we've got Matthew McClintock. That's the one I, ha- I haven't seen him present. It's called Evergreen. Oh, he's with Evergreen Legacy Planning LLP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's um, he's a lawyer that uh, practices in Colorado and California. Okay. And he's going to be talking about trust protectors. And, mm. uh, you know, a lot of people don't know what a trust protector is. There's somebody that can modify the trust later once it becomes irrevocable or mm-hmm. if the client is incapacitated, um, they can also make those amendments to, you know, changes in the law sure. or maybe to place a trustee. So there's certain specific things that they can do. And he's going to be talking all about that. Hmm. I mean, who who can who can affect that if the um, if the if the person is incapacitated? Um, how can they change the trustee? We have to do this before you become yeah. incapacitated. You, you set ah, this up in the trust yeah. document beforehand. Yeah. I see. So, so he's going to be explaining. So it's what like it an is. additional clause you can put in there yes. or something. I see. Yeah. All right. And then you also have Jay Henderson, and he doesn't really speak about estate planning or tax. He's more of a well hiring coach. Yeah, hiring coach. How to get people to um, buy into the vision and be really, really great superstars. Yeah, so he's going to be talking about is so it's it's about attracting the right person mm-hmm. to your your uh, practice or your business to work for you, and then keeping them in, actively engaged and happy. Hmm. He worked for Stephen R. Covey. Of course, we had Stephen's son, Stephen M. R. Covey, on the show. Yeah, the late Stephen Covey. Well, Paul Hines better be going to this because I know his one of his big. Um, I saw him there last year. Yeah, causes, yeah he usually comes. Causes shows up. El- elder care yeah. and, and elder abuse uh, yeah. fraud. Um, and there's there's that attorney down with the DA. You ought to alert the DA's office. They may want to have a, a few people show up for that from there. Uh, oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, so, Paul Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, four great presenters. Plus, Perfect. I think Brenda does a little gig to start the thing off, right? Yeah. 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 So five off. great presenters. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how many years you've been doing this now? This is our 10th annual. Isn't that something? Wow. Terrific. Terrific. We try to make it better every year. Yep. Great venue, too. Loma Santa Fe Country Club. It's right off the 5, just to the east of the 5, off of Loma Santa Fe Drive in Solana Beach. Yeah. So we have a little little bit of time to the break. Uh, Referring to your website. We haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah. We we, should, Joe. Well, GeigerLawOffice.com. But um, what are some of the major new changes that have you concerned or uh, that you should point out to our audience um, that have come up with with the tax code or or anything in, involving uh, estate planning. Um, well, you know we've got the salt deductions. Uh, you know now moved down. Like state income taxes, real estate taxes. Yeah. yeah. So you know we've got a what ten- deductions? The what? I said what deductions? What There's deductions? nothing left. I know. Well, what I mean, so to inform our listeners. So uh, here in California, smart. a lot of people pay really high state income taxes and real estate taxes, and of course tax reform put a cap on the deductibility of those. Okay, yeah. so, so that's a good thing. That's yeah. a bad thing. It's a bad thing? Yeah, you get to pay more income taxes. Oh, yeah, okay. you got to pay more income taxes. <laughs> so that's capped out at 10000 I believe. Mm-hmm. For, you know, and that's a recent development? That's Tax that's, Reform 2018. Yep, January 1st, 2018. Wow. Yeah. And obviously we talked about the estate tax um, moving from 56 to 112 Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, we've got a whole right significant. There. We're going to come back with Brenda Geiger, estate planning expert and attorney, right after this. Hang on. All right, we're back with the award-winning It's Your Money, End Your Life, and this is the time where Richard likes to thank our sponsors. Big thank you to our sponsors. We couldn't do the show without our sponsors. At the top of the list, well, we love CPAs. We've got Signature Analytics, a great CFO service company headed up by Jason Kruger, also more traditional CPAs in San Marcos, Don Epic and Paul Polito. Polito Epic CPAs 
Yes, it is tax season. Also, for those of you who want an app-based, paperless, very efficient tax return preparation process at your fingertips, we highly recommend Happy Tax. Check out happytax.com for those of you who hate paper like me. Also, our great friend Joel Grushkin, Cost Segregation Initiatives, helping real estate owners improve their cash flow. Recent guest, Paul Hines. Paul, of course, is the CEO of Hearthstone, private wealth management, and the catalyst behind SeniorSafeAndSound.org here in San Diego, helping to prevent the abuse or financial abuse of the elderly, a topic that we've already talked about in the first half of our show. Also, VFO Hub, that's V like Victor, FO Hub, Alex Sonkin, a great family office solution, a virtual family office solution, helping wealth advisors make heroes out of CPAs to the CPA's very best clients. Michelle St. Clair, Elite Lifestyle Management. For those of you like me who have no time, Elite Lifestyle Management is a great concierge service that can help you with many, many different things to get you back your most precious asset, which is your time. Also, Prediction Works. Last week's guest, Mark Long, of course, heads up Prediction Works, a great company that can do data analytics to help venture capitalists and startup companies make some adjustments to make sure that they make money and they make the right investing decisions. PredictionWorksInc.com. Also, for those of you who are skipping dinner because you're hungry, hey, we've got the Solana Beach Coffee Company in Solana Beach between Loma Santa Fe and Via de la Valle, run by my, or owned by my niece, Melissa Sutherland. Solana Beach Coffee Company, great breakfast, great lunch, and all kinds of treats in between. And of course, Joe, she's not the longest running food sponsor. We've got Absolutely. Well, we have the Very Good Food Foundation headed up by Michelle Chickarelli Lyric, putting on great foodie events throughout the year and also Lestat's Coffee Houses, Normal Heights, University Heights, the new one on University Avenue, all open 24-7, 365, all doing extremely well. Great food, great coffee, great people watching. And of course, many of these sponsors have been working with you for, with great success for many years, right, Richard? Going on three decades. <laughs> we're, we're talking 30 years, folks. That's Yeah, for those of you who are math challenged, a decade is 10 years. Yes. Yeah, there so, you go. That will be language challenged <laughs> also. But uh, but uh, anyway, Richard, if, on the uh, line. if folks if folks get over to oh, yes. iymoney.com, there is a sponsor tab and a drop-down menu. You can learn about Brenda Geiger and all our great sponsors and how they can help them in their personal and professional lives. So there you have it. Back to Brenda, and I know you've got... You We've got a special guest on the line. Hey, Sean Phillips, are you there? Richard, yeah, you've got to say this was I know. One so of the, Sean is a former guest of the show. One of the premier chargers of all time. One of the premier charger linebackers of all time. I mean, when you list great charger mm-hmm. linebackers, you've got Junior Seau and Sean Phillips. Then you say, and now. And now, on the line, and he's on the line because he's doing something really cool with Brenda. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show, or welcome back, I should say. Thanks for having me, Richard. Good to be back on. So you're working with something really cool with Brenda. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, Brenda and I decided to um, collaborate on a book together, um, basically asset protection and estate planning um, for athletes, celebrities, and influencers. Uh, we recognize that there is a void with um, with um, athletes, influencers, or people who uh, c- come into money, I should say, and not being able to uh, do anything with it or protect themselves from it or protect their assets, I should say, and not only protect their assets uh, for themselves, but even for their, for their family and for their legacy to go on after that. Um, so again, we recognize the void and we collaborated on it. And we're going to figure out how to fill that void. All right. Yeah, it's got a great title, The Smart Athlete and Celebrity's Guide to Asset Protection and Estate Planning. And Brenda, uh, David Fries is collaborating too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's got a ton of experience uh, with this topic. So we thought, you know, collaborating with him would be a good, good opportunity for us. 
But Sean, as an example, without disclosing uh, the size of your estate or any dollar amounts, you've had a very interesting career because you were a great um, linebacker in the NFL for a lot longer than most people last. And then you've had to move on to other things, correct? Can you tell us a little bit about your path? Yeah, so for me, I I had a solid football career. You may be giving me more credit than I deserve, but I had a (laughs) solid football career. Uh, But I also understand that that football career was only going to be short-lived, and that led me to my next career, which is uh, is uh, a small family office, investing mostly of my – consistent mostly of my assets, and I have another partner who uh, is made up of his assets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I lost the question. Would you? Ask well, no, me? you answered the question actually, and and you uh, your investing is primarily on the real estate side, correct? Yes, my investing is mostly on the real estate side, um, but this is again. Real estate is another one of those uh, avenues that helps you protect your assets, whether it's giving you cash flow, whether it's giving you diversification, whether it's giving you asset protection. So real estate essentially is all is all estate plan is, is incumbents in one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I recognize the void. I recognize that there was a problem with my own portfolio. And so Brenda helped me. Help, Brenda helps me and continues to help me fill that void uh, from a legal perspective, you know, not only from a legal perspective, but also talking about it high level and giving me some mm-hmm. of her expertise and her insight of how it caters to my portfolio. Everyone's going to be different. So that's why this book isn't, I wouldn't say it's um, for just people that have money or people that came across money. It's for people that plan on attaining money. Or even if you work for 40, 50 years, you have some type of uh, some type of assets you may have accumulated over time that you would like to leave a little something for your family or to make sure that your family's taken care of and get off to a good start, whatever you have it may be. So I recognize it was a problem for myself, and, and I know it has to be a problem for a lot of other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I know, and you're very unique as an athlete because when you were – in college, you did something that a lot of athletes don't do. You not only graduated, you became an MBA, correct? Yes, I did. I went back to school to get my MBA because of the fact that I recognized that, again, who's going to watch your money better than you? So mm-hmm. I wanted to, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to be, uh, be in business. But yeah. one of the first rules of business is you have to understand your own finances first. So mm-hmm. before Sean, someone else invests in you, yes. Sean, when did you get your MBA? During When you were playing or after you stopped playing? Or before as soon you... as I retired, as soon as I retired in January, I went straight to school. So wow. I started school. So I finished in 2015. And where'd you get that degree? Where'd you get your degree? University of Miami. University of Miami. Wow, great. So when you guys are rookies, don't they get you all in a room, the NFL, and, and, and give you the lecture about, hey, you're going to get a, a lot of more money than you've ever had, and you should really be careful? And don't uh, don't they get that lecture? Or some guys listen to well, some I don't. Mean, I mean, it, it ain't about listening or not listening. I mean, if you know every, if you can learn everything about your finances in one day, then you're a special individual. You're better than all of us, you know. So I don't know anyone that can just do it in one day. I don't right. think Warren Buffett learned in one oh, day. Oh no, so you're absolutely right. I'm just saying. Some, oh no, as I'm far not as... against you. I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking with you. I'm not against. Yeah, he's you saying it's problem. not enough, the... Joe. He's saying it's not right. nearly it, enough with the NFL. But I'm just does. saying, where do you get the financial responsibility? Because a lot of guys look at. Der- I remember Derek Sanderson when he's with the Boston. He was an ice hockey player. This guy blew. He had the largest contract in sports just about, and he completely went out and blew it on parties and things and wound up pretty destitute. So I'm just saying your discipline. 
Well, you can't really say. I mean, everyone's situation is different just because you get a lot of money. If you grew up with no money, so if your parents had no money and then you have no money and then you who's supposed to teach you about money? So right. no one so no one no one teaches them. So that's why I get offended when guys like say they blew all their money. Like, I mean, who's supposed to help them? Won't somebody help them instead of letting them blow all their money because right. they don't know better. People Good. only can do what they can do. Right. There's plenty of people that get money and blow all their money that you don't hear about because the athletes or the celebrities are just more publicized within that within that so therefore why not help them instead of making fun of them what people do tend to make fun of those people the people that they should be making fun of is the financial advisors that screw them out over their money that they're paying this percentage fee over a lifetime that doesn't have a fiduciary duty to them whereas if they had a registered investment advisor with the world is shifting to then they have a fiduciary responsibility to them to them meaning the player so it ain't their fault i mean if anything let the league let the league be the fault or the system be the fault because the system is the one that put it in place to make it that way right yeah two comments number one you you are in a business professional football where the life expectancy is very short most guys don't have careers as long as yours so that's the number one challenge but i think the challenge that goes with that is everybody who's coming out of college thinks they're going to be the next 10 million dollar a year guy for 15 years and hardly anybody is going to be and unlike you, they didn't even maybe graduate and certainly didn't get an MBA. So they come out of a great, you know, collegiate experience without having taken advantage of the education because they think they're never going to need it because they're going to be so great. And life doesn't always work that way. All right. Well, let's take a little break. We're going to come back with Sean. Anyway, it's going to be a great book, Sean well, and Brenda. No, We're going to be no, right back. Yeah, hang on. We'll be back with Sean Phillips, Brenda Geiger right after this. All right, we're back with former Charger Sean Phillips and attorney Brenda Geiger, estate planning expert. Sean, how does somebody in um, like a rookie or whatever find a good a good manager or someone to handle their funds? I remember Tony Gwynn got, um, I guess, defrauded out of a lot of money uh, when he was playing. He just kept right on playing. But how do you avoid that situation and find a, a good registered person, as you were mentioning? And, and uh, what do you think? I personally think you you avoid it by being by finding out the information yourself. So you need to be able to mind your finances better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. If you can't learn to mind your finances, then no one no one else is going to care about your finances more than you. But if you if you feel that you don't have time or it's not important enough to you yet, then I recommend getting a registered investment advisor. I mean, I don't. There's many a different ways to go about finding a registered investment advisor. I'm not a registered investment advisor, but I mean, through word of mouth, I mean, I always like to look at things if I ask somebody that I respect and trust and mm-hmm. ask what's, what's their approach. And I try to maybe meet the or get an introduction to the woman or man uh, that can help them in that with the registered investment advisor. And, and we've so, got a great one as a sponsor of the show, Paul Hines with Hearthstone Private Wealth Management. That is an RIA firm. Paul talks about fiduciary responsibility all the time. It's such an important well, topic. And one of the things you got to look for, even when there are RIAs, to make sure that they're not duly registered, because right. some guys are duly registered and they play both sides of the right. fence, which I don't think is fair either. No, it's not. And Paul isn't. He's he's just he says it's all fiduciary all the time. Well, and indeed, that's how he's define, registered. Let's define what does duly registered duly registered mean. Uh, they're still taking duly commissions. Re- well, he means well, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, so let him answer, and then you can answer. Oh, yeah. duly registered. I, uh, one is uh, registered with the SEC. And 
I believe that's a Series 45 that they got to get, which is the financial advisor certificate. Right. And then the Series 7, the Series 7 is uh, just a registered investment advisor, which gives you the fiduciary responsibility to your client. Right. Mm-hmm. And what Sean is saying is there are some RIAs who are affiliated with large brokerage firms where they're still selling a lot of house product. Mm-hmm. So even though they have the designation, they're still working the other side of the table. Huh. That's not healthy. Hmm. So don't think so. So it just always leads to a little conflict of interest. And not saying that all of those guys are bad because right. there's, there's a ton of guys that do really good work and that really care and really care about what they're doing. But, you know, there's a conflict of interest if you're supposed to help your boss or you're supposed to help your client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they may be having you invest some way, one way, and uh, they may be investing a, another way, which would be in direct conflict with their client's interest and and. How do you, so yeah, I guess you really have to keep on top of things. Got to ask lots of questions. Yeah. You got to ask, ask lots, lots of questions. questions, but that's why it's important to mind your business, to mind your business, you know, and to understand your business. And so that's where, uh, <clears throat> that's where the book comes in at, and that's where a person, uh, Brenda's expertise and Dave's expertise and myself can come together and and and. And give this information. Our job is to give the information. We can't make we can't make people right. take inf- take in the information, but we're going to give the information, and we're going to try to preach it to as many people as we can, and give as many copies of books. I mean, get as many copies of the books as many people as we can, and try to do it collectively. And if we can help, and the more people we can help, the better we are. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna do a book signing at the Solana Beach Coffee Company. But hey, Sean, I know you got to run, so you can hang up. But I I got to do one thing. I got to. Send some props to your mother because your mom did something really special recently that involved a long, long distance. Do you know what I mean? She ran her yes, first. Can, can you tell us the amazing thing your mom accomplished recently? She uh, ran her first marathon. She did the rock yep. and roll marathon in Las Vegas. And, wow. you know, I, I made sure I shared it with Richard because I know how passionate he is about the, the, yep. the turkey run. So it was. <laughs> it was... <laughs> and how old is your mom, uh, uh, Sean? She's uh, 50. 55. Wow. That is, that is quite an impressive achievement. You ever going to do one with her? <laughs> well, I think my signal, I think the signal on my phone just broke. <laughs> okay, you got to go now. All right. You remind me of Hank Bauer and Kellen Winslow. We we ran a 10K back in, I think, the early 80s, and they only could get a couple of miles. So, uh, And then didn't they, they steal a city they, bus they, and they drive hi- it through yeah, the finish line? Yeah, they, hi- <laughs> they hijacked the bus, believe it or not, and put the driver in the front seat. And um, I think Kellen was driving and Hank was yelling out the window. But anyway, that's a very memorable time in, uh, in uh, Charger history. <laughs> but anyway, that's a great accomplishment for your mom. And um, yeah, it's it signals. But we're going to let you go because I know you've got a, a meeting to get to, but we really appreciate you being on, and we're going to talk about the book some more in upcoming shows so thank you sean really appreciate it john thank you yep. i look forward to it all right. you guys later all right. you too brenda Bye. all right take care thanks best of success to you very good all right, all right. god brenda where that was <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to ask about a lady's age but it's anyway a, well if you're gonna run a, your first marathon i'm asking for gosh sakes i wonder if she she had to train obviously of course right? she trained and uh, she, yeah. she never ran like a, a, a 10k or a, she did though i believe she did the washington dc half huh and then did did the full out here in Vegas. Wow. That's yeah. cool stuff. Wow, that is great. Age 55, that's inspiration for everybody. Absolutely. You know. So, Brenda, when do you think the book's going to be out? Um, I'm hoping within a year. Okay, good. Quick good. question. Is Sean going to be at your event? Do we know if he's coming or not yet or not sure? I'm not sure yet. I'll have to 
check so, double yeah. check to make yeah. sure you can come down. But yeah, we'd love to have him down there. Yeah, didn't who who got into the ice cream? But was it Sean? I know wasn't he uh, Thirty One Flavors uh, ice cream franchisee? Not, not Sean Phillips. It, um, it's one of the charges. Uh, yeah, one of the charges I, wound up as a franchisee in the ice cream business. I forget which, but so Sean went strictly real estate. That's all he's been doing. Yeah, he loves real estate. All right, but being here in Southern California, it's a great thing to love. All right, sure. <laughs> great thing to love, especially these days. It's yeah, so, exactly. so sky high. Exactly. The bubble, the bubble is there. But Brenda, we're doing book signings. You know, at my niece's coffee company in Solana Beach, we have a rooftop deck. So you guys, oh. you guys and gals are all going to have to come on down and do a book signing next year. Do they roast their own coffee? Uh, Cafe Calabria out of North Park. It's a really, really good coffee. Mm-hmm. In okay. fact, we uh, we did all the food for the big tennis tournament at Morgan Run a couple months ago, and and uh, everybody's like, oh, man, the coffee here is so good that you guys bring in. It's so much better than they have at the resort. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, it's really good. All it's right. really good. So we should say there's an early bird special if they uh, – yes. I, I guess that was over for uh, February 14th, $59. Well, just mention that you heard the show and you'll give them a deal, right, Brenda? Yeah. If, it, sure. if anybody calls in and uh, asks Lisa, they can still get that $79 deal. And if they register through the website, geigerlawoffice.com, there's an events tab right there, and you can find everything out you need to know about the conference. Yeah, we up. have an event bright page, so you can find us either by – Searching on Eventbrite, or if you go to our page under events. And Richard was absolutely it. right. You do get five hours of MCLE or CPE credit if you're a professional in those fields. Mm-hmm. Right? Which yeah, is, it's a great networking event, too. And We had over 100 people last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was just under, under 100. Yeah, we're yeah. expecting it to go over 100 this year. So okay. great get, opportunity to meet other professionals. So it's 830 to 3.30. I guess they get some munchies somewhere in there, too, right? Yeah, okay. like we have lunch and we have some breakfast. Oh, snacks. right. Terrific, terrific. And if the food's no good, we can roll down the hill to the Salon of Each Coffee Company. <laughs> <laughs> Short drive. All right. <laughs> so um, litigation-wise, does your firm do much of that, uh, Brenda? No, no, we don't do any litigation. But we have we have people we refer out to if anybody needs that. But, but you guys have grown. How many team members do you have now? We're at 11 now. Wow. Yeah. Double digits. I know. It's getting, we're running out of space in our office. Yeah. And, and, and what is your husband, Len, doing these days? I'm just curious. Um, he's actually in the coffee roasting business. Oh, really? Yeah. Doing so, his own? Is it in the backyard that you grow? I mean, No, no. His, um, his partner, uh, Elliot Ranky, um, up in Carlsbad at Steady State on State Street. Let's give them a shameless plug. What is the name of the company? Yeah. It's called Steady State Roasting. Steady and, State, okay. Um, he's won many national competitions. Well, Richard, you're Well, gonna, maybe we'll consider them instead gonna, of you gotta get Calabria some, in North bring Park. Some, bring some samples when you have your Can you bring some down? Yeah, I'll okay, definitely cool. do Yeah, bring some yeah. down. We're always looking to make improvements. As a matter of fact, I was watching Dr. Oz recently, believe it or not, getting into coffee, and uh, they're so concerned about contamination out there. They said you shouldn't even buy ground coffee, even at your home. You should buy whole bean and grind it grind yourself. Grind it yourself. That's what because, we do. Because uh, a lot of this stuff is uh, adulterated you know, from foreign countries or whatever, and it's yeah. kind of scary. Carcinogenic, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, ch- we'll check it out. Yeah. It's a light roast. You know, I've sense. never tasted this stuff, and yet, because of community property, I'm part owner of a coffee company. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, someday you're going to have to have a sip. Me too. Never. Yeah, just you, never. Me too. You've right. never tasted it? No, no, no. About oh. the part owner. Oh, community, community property. Community exactly. property. Really? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I like, I love coffee, but I drink I drink it black. I don't put the sugar in the in the cream or anything like that. No, well, you but, probably like steady state then too because sure. you can, it's like you, they call it a cupping. 
Oh, so, oh, like, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. wine tasting, but it's yeah. called a cupping. A cupping. And yeah, yeah. The Bird Rock Roasters the, the, yeah. that's kind of thing. Do you actually, they do cuppings at their mm-hmm. store? Oh, yep. really? We're just about to open our, um, a bigger location. Very Probably cool. in the next two weeks. On State Street or? It's on State Street. Okay. Yep. It's, right now it's, uh, and this is Escondido, you say? No, no. Carlsbad. Carlsbad, downtown oh, in the yeah. village. Downtown. It's in the village of Carlsbad. Hey, I want to tell you, Carlsbad is booming. Boy, and, is it uh, ever. Yeah, my friend is building a big project there, which I'll tell you about it after the show, because we're coming up on the conclusion here, Justin. So a little music. Hey, Brenda, really appreciate it. May 17th, everybody. Yes, Brenda Geiger, thanks for joining us. Thank Geiger you. Law, Sean Phillips, thanks. Yeah, GeigerLawOffice.com. Great seeing you, Brenda. Great seeing you, Richard. Justin Harder, board operator. Thanks for making us sound terrific. Thanks to Craig Blanking and Dave Sniff here at KFMB for all their help. All these podcasts are commercial-free on iymoney.com. You have a great week. See you next time. Bye-bye.